Hey, it's a Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories retold episode. My name is Brian. You know we do this from time to time. We pop up an old episode from the back catalog that relates to something we're talking about on this show currently. And this week, we had a blast researching a letter from Charles who said in 1982 or 83. Actually, he didn't say what year. That was part of the whole problem. But he said, sometime in the early 80s, I was at a, a Grateful Dead show in Austin and I'm pretty sure this random weird thing happened with skydivers. Can you prove that it happened for me and put my mind at ease? Because, you know, we were all on a lot of drugs. So we went on quite the incredible journey. And really, the only time we had done something quite like that before in this show was when we had someone uh, reach out to us at the beginning of 2022 and say, hey, I remember this thing happening in my hometown when I was a kid that involved Brett Michaels. Can you verify that it actually happened? When we got that letter, I thought there was no way. And then we went on a little journey that time, too. And so I thought it would be a good time. We've we've never popped that one back up to the top of the feed. And I thought it might be fun to revisit the, um, the story of that time Brett Michaels showed up in Ohio at a shopping mall. Or, or, or did he? Um, you're about to embark on that journey if you've not heard it before. If you have, I hope you enjoy it again. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting everything that we do. And you can always get involved at wearethestoryguys at gmail.com. And remember, we do have a Patreon. If you are, appreciate the show and you can spare a few bucks a month, uh, you do get extra bonus episodes of the show and a weekly newsletter. So check that out at patreon.com slash stories. And now we're going to rewind the clock all the way back to the very beginning of 2022, uh, I think this was the first episode of that year. It is episode 75 of Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories. It is Brett Michaels versus Ohio. Do you remember on Rock and Roll versus Album Art? This is the uh, the closest we've gotten to what we're about to embark on. The closest we've gotten to it in the past is on that episode, which on that episode, we heard from a guy who said, I went to this gallery this guy at this gallery told me he had created Prince's Purple Rain album cover, and I don't believe him. Will you investigate that, right? Very specific task. We found out that he was, in fact, in the gallery of a guy who was a famous album designer. Not only was he a famous album designer, his wife a famous album designer, and they have retired to Iowa. And so we had some fun with that. <laughs> I, it, that was a great episode. One of my favorite things that we've done on this show, right? Because it's very specific, and we got to uncover something in someone's story that is just not super well-known that's really neat. An and album I, artist who, by the way, don't make enough money. So here, now it doesn't matter because the album art is not really the relevant. Album art's but they all did, digital. They, I know. They, I know. They didn't then either. But That's think how iconic so those albums were, and how much we associate the art with that music. Specifically, the ones we talked about on that show, really at length, were uh, Purple Rain in 1984. And you what, know, what's another album cover off the top of your head? You're like, bam. That album cover... Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon? All right. I was going to go for the Scorpions' Love at First Sting. Oh, the of course original, you were going to go with the that. Ori- the original cover, the original cover, which they, they took off the shelves, which what, looking at it now is really tame, but it's like a guy, and he's on top of a girl, like in between her legs, and they're like kind of starting to make out, and he has a tattoo pin, and he's putting a tattoo like up on her upper hip. And they took that. They took that uh, off, yeah. and I had that on cassette. Thanks, mom. <laughs> okay, so here's here's the email that we got. We got from Jerry. Jerry wrote us, and he says this: "I am from Middletown, Ohio, and for some reason, we have this rumor around here 
that Brett Michaels used to date a girl from around this area <laughs> early on in his fame. Yes, Jerry. Keep going. So okay. apparently he would just show up in town sometimes to see this girlfriend. And then he puts in parentheses, and everyone claims that she is part of their family. <laughs> oh, my God. Because they like her. She's the coolest. But to further the legacy. They're... Is it because she wanted nothing but a good time? <laughs> To further the legacy, there also so is easy. apparently a time that he showed up to a music store in Town Mall, T-O-W-N-E, that's capitalized, Town Mall, and bought some random kid a guitar. These are all the stories that are floating around Middletown, Ohio, apparently. And he says, I have no way of backing up any of these claims, which is why I have turned to you, comma, the professionals. Oh, my Signed gosh. Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree from a big SEC school, Jerry. So you think I'm professional in anything other than drinking? Uh, let me tell you. But wow, this is so. So where is Middletown, by the way, okay. Brian? So, middle, so I, Middletown, Ohio, is uh, a population forty eight thousand people. All right, and it is located in Butler and Warren counties in the southwestern part of Ohio. And it's yeah. it's not super far from Cincy. It's sort yeah, of so a suburb of Cincinnati, okay. which is a place you and I probably have both spent a lot of time. I was in Cincinnati over the weekend, so I know quite and a I, bit about Cincinnati. And I bet Brett Michaels has spent some time in Cincinnati and the suburbs. So I'm excited if this is real. Okay, I so, want to hear about if this is okay. Go first ahead. of all, let's talk about Brett Michaels. I mean, we we know <laughs> about your love of Brett Michaels. I have a personal history with Brett Michaels. Do you have a personal history with Brett Michaels? I I don't, and and I have I I don't have like a terrific like. Look, I I really didn't like Poison. I liked some of those songs, and I saw them, and I was like, these guys are terrible, and the girls love them. But <laughs> I, I did like. There were like the more rocking songs I yeah. liked. They were yeah. kind of good, but but then um, when I found out he had diabetes and I found out how he dealt with that disease uh, or not dealt with it, the stuff with CC was like really fascinating. Um, and then the Rock of Love was totally bizarre for me. Okay, so that so you have a personal history and I don't. So I'm tell us tell especially Jerry so Jerry knows that <laughs> you have a personal so, history with. To this day, Brian, when, you're going to rock my world. When people ask me who my favorite interview slash famous person that I have met or hung out with in any capacity is, I still to this day say Brett Michaels. Now, that is from a long time ago, and you and I in those intervening years have talked to tons of celebrities, and we've spent quality time in studios with very famous people, um, and it's all been great, but nobody has had the genuine sort of, I mean, I know he he's playing a part, but he plays it so well, and he is just such a nice dude. Um, and so the story for me is that when I was in radio in Arkansas, I can't believe I'm going to say this, 15 years ago, so I was 23 years old, uh, I was uh, given the opportunity, Brett Michaels was coming into town, and he was going to do some a radio interview with us and we were going to be able to send listeners to this show at a bar. I, I still don't know how this bar afforded this or, or how any of the, the mathematics worked for this, but what, what year was it? 15 years ago? This was Oh seven. Okay. Keep going. Right. So it, and this is right before rock of love. 
they had started talking about Rock of Love. There was press out about Rock of Love. And honestly, I think part of the reason he was touring small towns was so that he could talk about Rock of Love. And so, yeah. so here's what I, you know, I thought. First of all, where do you start? When somebody gives you an assignment like this and you have to do research, where do you start? You start the closest to home as you can possibly get. So I went digging and I found the original audio from my interview with Brett Michaels in 2007. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I, I'm now going to play you because it does come into play for the research, a clip. Here's an interesting thing that people won't know that you'll remember, and it's uh, we've been podcasting together for over 10 years now, and so it's so foreign to me to think about editing an interview into two-minute segments. But when I found this audio, it's edited into five pieces that would have been an hour of my radio morning show, right? Because I would have done two-minute segments. Hey, and next we're going to ask about that sitcom that Brett Michaels was on. Yeah, Boom. Right. We'll be right back. Yeah, and then you play three songs and every rose has a thorn and then you talk to Brett Michaels again. So he- here we go. This is legitimately, this is 23-year-old Brian, way before Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories, talking to Brett Michaels on the radio. And, and I'm playing you this for a specific reason because he says something in this interview that does come into to, to our research today. Oh, yeah. Y94.9, it is Jennifer Irwin and Brian Matthews. Poison, every rose has its thorn. Poison lead singer Brett Michaels is going to be in town on Thursday. The Ice House in Bentonville, the kickoff of our Singing to Summer concert series. We've got him on the phone and we were talking about the new TV series he's got coming up. On VH1, Flavor Flav had big success with Flavor of Love. And now you're doing Rock of Love? They had called me up because I hadn't done a whole bunch of reality TV. And they said, listen, here's the concept. I was, uh, I'm a father of two, but I'm newly single. And I was like, listen, here's my situation. This will sound weird, but I've either been in long relationships, right? Right. Or I've been in very single and on a tour bus. So if things went bad, we just pulled out of town. Right. So it was, <laughs> I said, I've never, I've never officially dated, dated. Like, I've never really gone to movies and all that stuff because I've been in poison right. and doing this since I've been, what, 18 or 19 years old. Right? Okay, okay. So... I play you that clip. I'm sure you want to hear all 10 minutes of my interview with Brad Michaels, but I'm just giving you that. And there's a specific reason. Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I, I'm telling you, I'm showing you this because did you notice that when he was explaining the premise of Rock of Love, he said that he basically has had two experiences with women. One of them has been rock and roll guy who leaves them in in the exhaust of the tour bus. And the other one is very long relationships. I've either been in very long relationships or I've basically been in very, 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 very short relationships, but I've not ever really dated, dated in the traditional sense. So so are you about to tell Jerry and I and everyone else that this is a clue? Well, I mean, this is a, this is something. What? So I I took this morsel here, yeah. and and then right. I turned to do a little research on what long relationships has Brett Michaels been in, and he's accurate in that you can find now there is some some not super reputable looking websites who have chronicled who Brett Michaels has dated. This is a thing. And what's really funny is that when you get to about 2007, the list is super long because he sort of quote unquote dates every single person that 
that's on that show. Like after that show, he has like a month to three month to six month relationships with like every woman that was on it. Um, oh my god! And so the list gets huge. But that's if you crazy. go before that, and especially if you go early in his career, there are some big names. There's the famous ones that people know about. Pam. Yeah. But there's also a couple of artists that you maybe, or, or a couple of people who he seems to have been with for a while. And so now, if I can narrow this list down, I can start to look and see, do any of these people hail from Ohio? Right. You just go for the state. Yeah. You just go for the state. So one name came up. The name... Susie Hatton, H-A-T-T-O-N. Have you ever heard that name? It sounds familiar, but that can't mean anything. Well, Susie Hatton has done a few things. One of them is an album. Pop singer, right? Why is her name familiar? Is there a reason? Give it just a second. Guess who produced this album? Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. Is she an actress? So, like, did she she did TV or something? She did a little bit of TV, but you know what she did first? I don't know. She did a music video. Which one is it? Uh, Nothing but a good time. Fallen angel. Uh, Fallen angel. <laughs> Do you remember the video? I love, that, like, sec- I love that the second guess, but I sort of, but I don't remember the girl. Okay, but it was my guess because I was trying to think of. Do you remember the premise of the song? So the, sort of the, the yeah. premise of the song. Now, obviously, yeah. we will put the Let's video. Tell everybody. Let's we'll put, tell everybody the premise of Poison's Fallen Angel. <laughs> it's important to the story, man. So it opens. The video opens with a young girl. Well, a teenage girl. Late teenage years. Sitting Susie with Hatton. her family at the dinner table. And she tells her parents that she is leaving the Midwestern town that they live in and going <laughs> to Los Angeles. I love Jerry for sending in this amazing letter. When she goes to Los Angeles, she falls into the arms of a some sort of pimp-like character who seems to exploit her. Uh, and, And as the song goes, what starts to happen is she starts to break away from this character. And by the end of the 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 video, she's free. And she's on her own, but another woman gets off a bus that clearly came from a Midwestern town, and it looks like the cycle is going to continue. Right, right, right. I remember the end of the video. Yeah, the other girl comes. I remember that clear as day. Yeah. So the story is that Susie Hatton sort of lived this. I don't know about the scandalous pimp-like character, but... She did come from the Midwest when she was 19, trying to make it 
in L.A. And she very quickly got an opportunity to be the actress in Fallen Angel, the music wow. video that Poison puts out that was your second guess when I asked that, you. <laughs> that happened so... That's so amazing. That was her first gig. And then that's how this sort of... And that's how she meets Brett Michaels. Now... Good Lord, because if I was up there, like, I had a pick of those four guys, uh, <laughs> not really a doubt. <laughs> like, which... <laughs> so, every time I... Every t- you ever listen to CC talk? It seems like you're talking to Jimmy Durante. He's just like, <laughs> another body. What I try to do is just play the fourths and the sevenths when I'm playing the big heavy numbers. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy this, Durante. How many does. people in our audience are not going to have to Google who Jimmy Durante is to get that joke? That is excellent. <laughs> I love him from different generations, and I went for Jimmy Durante. Anyway, so keep keep going. Is I, I love that this is how she meets this guy. That, so that's I mean, the rumor that Jerry heard about. She okay. meets Brett Michaels, and you know. This is uh, Fallen Angels 89, I think. And so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so her record comes out in 91. So they start dating pretty quickly. So I actually found some interviews where around the time that her record came out. And what's really interesting is that her record comes out in 91. And if you know anything about Poison history, in 91, Poison fans are worried the band is about to break up. There's a lot of inner band turmoil and drama happening with drugs and other things. And so what happens, unfortunately, to Susie is she goes to do these interviews and she gets sort of gotcha where they're like, cool, yeah, we'll talk about your album, but what's up with Poison? And they just want to know what's going on. And so she's always sort of in this position of being Brett Michaels' girlfriends. Like, it's a double-edged sword, right? People like have a little trouble taking her seriously. So I also found a concert review that I'll try to put in the show notes that I believe is from Chicago in late 91 or 92 when he's doing solo dates. So this is similar to what he was doing in 07 before rock of love. He's out on his own, which is weird for people because at that time, I mean, he's just poisons lead singer. So the fact that he's going out and doing dates on his own and bringing his girlfriend is like strange, but she's opening. And so you can actually read the concert review about her opening set, um, which is really interesting stuff. Wow, these to tour together. I mean, that's that's serious relationship. And they stay together for a while. They actually get engaged. This lines up with what Brett Michaels told me in 2007. He had long relationships, not something that we think of in this phase, this later phase of Brett Michaels because of the reality show. But before that, he had long relationships. Yeah. Gosh, when I think about it now, I think about Jason Sudeikis from Saturday Night Live doing Brett Michaels on SNL, and and like and and Amy Fuller is like has one leg, and she's like on Rock of Love. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Oh, I so forgot. Silly. I forgot about that series of sketches. <laughs> I'm rocking one leg. So, okay. So. I, I look up Susie Hatton and I start to cross-reference where Susie Hatton is from. And it does appear that Susie Hatton is from Ohio. And so, okay, maybe we can say that Susie Hatton really is from Ohio. And maybe she's even from Middletown. And if that's the case, then that would definitely be the woman who dated Brett Michaels. But we wouldn't really be answering Jerry's email all the way. Because Jerry asks a more specific question. 
Righty asked about the guitar. There was a couple things. He asks yeah. about there being a time where Brett Michaels was in the mall and he bought a guitar for a kid. Did this happen? Did this not happen? So now I'm left with this idea of, okay, how do I verify this? Do I call the mall? Sure. I mean, nobody that works at the mall now worked at the mall then probably, right? Uh, if Let's the mall is picture. even open, does the it mall was- exist? Right. If they do, do they have a picture of Brett Michaels with the guitar with the kid that's still on the wall from nineteen from whenever it was, two thousand seven? That seems like that's gonna be complicated. So then, you know, the other option is can I get a hold of Brett Michaels? And you know, I know we've had an illustrious past, but I don't think he's gonna remember that interview. Probably gonna be sort of hard to get in touch with Brett Michaels and say, Hey man, I'm working on this podcast. Do you remember randomly buying a kid a guitar in the middle of Ohio? He may or may not even remember, right? Maybe. So he's, you know, taking a lot of insulin. So <laughs> taking a lot of insulin. He, here's here's the next thing. I'm thinking, okay, if I can't do those two options, do you think I could find Susie Hatton? So then I started searching to see if I could locate what has happened to Susie Hatton. Oh my gosh. So you took a left from Brett Michaels and went, okay, because this is answering. Well, this is the other person who could answer the question, right? Right, right. It would be, it would probably be available. If he's really stuff. only in Ohio because of this woman and he's at the mall buying a kid a guitar, the woman is probably with him. Like that makes sense in my brain. Let's see if we can find the woman. So then I start to look around and do a little digging. And it appears that Susie Hatton didn't last super long in Hollywood. So they break up in the early 90s. She has a few acting gigs. She's on an episode of Baywatch at some point. (laughs) I know you've seen them all. Um, I will will say I've not seen all the episodes of Baywatch. I felt very sad and lonely and empty when you said that. But but keep going. Susie Hatton now starting to do the math. If she's 19 when she meets Brett Michaels, that puts her around 50 now. Right? 89, 70. So this, is all, this lines up fairly close to you, right? She's a little older yeah. than you. Yeah. So I'm like, what's a 50-year-old woman doing now? And so I start to look and see if I can just pull anything up, find anything on the internet. And Susie Hatton appears to be a business owner. So she's got a couple businesses. It looks like her most successful business has to do with makeup in California, some sort of tanning or makeup or something, right? But a few years ago, there were several pieces in local publications in Middletown, Ohio, about a woman who had been living in L.A. who had just returned and bought some property in Middletown. Wow. Okay. And that woman's name is Susie Hatton. Now, there's no mention of her having formerly dated Brett Michaels because it has no bearing on the story. And thank God those journalists are a little better than that. Yeah. But it seems coincidental that I have now identified and connected a Susie Hatton to Middletown, Ohio. A Susie Hatton once had a record produced and dated by Brett Michaels and dated Brett Michaels. This seems like it could connect. So I was just going to say from the the video itself, but the fact that, oh my gosh. So he produced the record. I found a few video interviews with her and obviously she's older but it looks like this is the right woman so 
then I start to try to locate these businesses. But the problem is, and there's two of them, it appears, in Middletown, Ohio. But the problem is, they were launched pretty close to the beginning of the pandemic. And it doesn't look like they've survived, because one in particular is that it was an event space. Oh, yeah. And so there's no... I found a Facebook page for this event space, and there's no registered events or even posts post like March 19th of 2020. So I dig and I dig and I dig and I find email addresses. I send emails to no avail to these Ohio businesses saying, Hey, I'm looking for this woman, Susie Hatton. If anybody knows her, please tell her we're with this rock and roll podcast and we're doing an episode on Brett Michaels. We'd really like to talk to her. I don't get anything. So then I think about that California business. And the best I can tell, the California business still seems to be operational. But I can't find a lot of contact info for that California business. But I do find an email address. And I send an email to that email address and ask the same question. Hey, listen, I'm with this podcast, Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories. And I actually took Jerry's email and pasted it in. Great. What a because great I, I thought, you know, it's one thing for some smarmy podcast guy, right? Everybody's yeah. got a podcast now. Yeah, we want to talk about Brett Michaels. But no, here's the, the email we got. But, but this is what I said, and I will read what I wrote. I said, hi, this email is for Susie Hatton. I host a podcast about rock rumors, and I got the below question from a listener this week. He's clearly referring to Susie, so I jumped to it. I'm like, this is about you. But I was curious if she has any info on the question he mentions about buying a guitar for a boy in the mall. I realize this is silly, but the audience and I would love to hear if you can confirm or deny. And then I, <laughs> I paste in Jerry's question. And I wait. And then a Christmas miracle happens. Oh my gosh, all the things... I like, was it on the podcast? You talked to the dude that did the symbol from Prince. This lady returns your email. Just, oh, my God. So okay. Christmas miracle. I get this email, and it's from, I mean, it says, it shows up in the inbox as from Susie Hatton. <laughs> so and amazing. it's Susie at the name of her business yeah. in California. Hey, guys. She's talking to you too, buddy. Received your question regarding yeah. Brett Michaels. Yes, Brett and I lived together for almost seven years in Southern California, and we did meet locally in the Cincinnati area. And yes, we did visit Middletown often when we were on the road touring. And yes, during one of those visits, <laughs> Brett did gift a guitar. It's so awesome that the story's true. He often gifted items and made nice gestures to fans we met along the way. Here's the best part of this email. You ready? Yeah. It's it's BS, but I love it. Love your podcast, Susie. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jerry, damn it. There you go, buddy. It's real. Jerry, I'm I'm sorry I couldn't be around for Christmas, but this is this is what we had for you. <laughs> I, Jerry, I I fully expect and hope that you will uh, get this to like the Chamber of Commerce of Middletown, 
Make sure the mayor hears it. Uh, anyone at the bar who is arguing with you about whether or not this stuff is true, we have done the work for you. And it is it is true, man. Brett Michaels dated Susie Hatton in the early 90s and once was in what I, I'm assuming she couldn't I, she couldn't give me the exact detail that it was the town mall because it's been a while but it does appear he gifted a guitar to a kid in the mall uh, all of that is true I can't believe first of all I can't believe we tracked this down second of all I can't believe it's all true this is the most I mean most of the things that we track down for people are only partly true like, right, because it, the telephone game is real. But, but here it's, this was all true. In Middletown, man, they only speak the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Michaels only speaks the truth. The bar rumors are actual facts. Rumor and innuendo, it has been confirmed. Ladies and gentlemen, mark this one down. Put it in the manila folder marked for real. And uh, wow. Awesome letter, Jerry. Oh, my God, dude. Who knew that it was going to lead to that? And I'm just thrilled that Susie Hatton has uh, listened to the show. I'm glad that Susie Hatton loves our podcast. <laughs> Fallen Angel is my favorite music video so ever. Check out Fallen Angel in the show notes, and you will see a young Susie Hatton in the opening shot and through the whole video. I mean, she is the star of this video. Um, and then get online and find her business and buy some products from them um, and support yeah. A rock and roll dream girl. <laughs> and listen, I don't know that I want to volunteer for more homework like this, but this is why we created this show. So uh, it's fun. You now know where you can, you know, you, you know who to put on the job. If you want to do it, it's we are the story guys at gmail.com. If you've got a I'm I'm you know, this feels like opening floodgates. But I am curious. If there is if you're from a small town and there is a rock and roll room in your small town, let's go for it. Let's let's Man. see if we can figure it out. I oh. mean, who knew that we were going to be able to confirm this one? Yeah, I know. What? How much fun? We can be your private detective, rock and roll detectives during this pandemic, hanging out, just listening to what we're trying to discover about this weird crap you didn't know was true. What Susie Hatton song should we end the show with? <laughs> it's like, can you pick? Yeah, I'll pick. Old. I'm going with "Feed My Fire." Uh, and what? And what should people keep doing until next time, Mark? Keep telling stories, people. Oy babe.